All right, welcome to Bars to the Bar. Today, I have a very, very special guest, my sister Mia, and we are going to dive in all things pop culture, all things The Bachelor. We're going to talk about all of the controversies that are going on right now with The Bachelor franchise and with Bachelor Nation. Um, so to kick us off, kind of give me a little background on when you started watching the show and how long you've been watching the show. Definitely. So hi, everyone. My name is Mia. And I started watching The Bachelor when I was probably in second grade, which I was definitely not allowed to. My parents would always get so upset with me. I would go on my computer and hide in my room to watch The Bachelor because they would not let me watch it. And every time I, we had an older babysitter and she would always watch The Bachelor. So she was definitely my inspiration. But I guess like I started really watching it like getting to know the characters, like reading up on everything was Seanston. And he is now happily married with three children. And his daughter is now named Mia. And I think it was after me. <laughs> okay. So Sean's season was my senior year of high school, I believe about five years ago, I think was Sean's season. Okay. So the first season that yeah, I yeah. started watching religiously was Jojo's season um and next season I kind of got into it so I'm not exactly like a lifelong bachelor fan um but as the years have progressed and as I've been in college and I think after college um I've definitely become very invested in the show I will just preface this episode with I absolutely love reality tv I I could watch reality tv all day I, I probably have the worst taste in television some people would have said and we'll probably continue to say I, my favorite show is Love Island, um, but I am definitely a very big Bachelor fan. And I have to say that this season, I'm very, very, very disappointed in the Bachelor franchise um, for a number of different reasons that we can obviously get into. But I want to start off with just kind of telling me, like, who is Matt? How did he kind of get on the scene? Um, kind of explain to me, me, who Matt is and his relation to Bachelor Nation through Tyler. So Matt is actually the first Bachelor since season one of Bachelor that has never had someone on the show before. And the reason why Matt got this fame is actually during quarantine. So his best friend is Tyler Cameron, and he was the runner up for Hannah Brown season. And everyone fell in love with Tyler he after he broke up with Hannah he dated Gigi Hadid then he dated Stassi Kylie's best friend he went all around to all these different celebrities and the fame really blew up for Tyler then when they went to quarantine Matt James became a big factor into the show because during this time there was a I don't know like some Bachelor Nation signed something saying they want a black role in the franchise and the only black girl they had was Rachel Lindsay mm -hmm. so this whole petition everyone signed it they got enough votes so then the bachelor was like okay we're gonna find an african-american to be the role and they picked Matt which was a surprise to everyone because he's never been on the show but they realized that since Tyler and him are best friends they believe that Matt would be a great role to the show and to gain more views by having and also side note 
I met Tyler Cameron when I was walking to school and he's definitely like one of the nicest people I've ever met. So down to earth, like love him. Yeah. I think you did a good job. The only thing that you just missed, I want to throw in there is Matt was originally supposed to be on Claire's season back when, like way back before quarantine. Um, no, it's no problem. Um, and then Claire made some comments about people, the favorite phrase of The Bachelor, not being there for the right reasons. And she was implying that Matt, because of his TikTok fame, was only going on the show to become more famous. Um, and obviously, like, people really don't like Claire. So that got shut down um, pretty bad. But other thing I want to mention, too, is tell me what Matt and Tyler do as their jobs. I think that that really adds um, to it and the fact that they really are genuinely, like I said, it's like I know them. But, like, I mean, arguably, I think you can make a case that they are good people. So what do Matt and James do? Yeah, so I don't know if you know this, but Matt and James started this project. Matt, James, and... Tyler started this project at Wake Forest. It was their sophomore year or freshman year that at Wake with the class they were taking was basically creating an organization and putting it into action. So they started off in Winston-Salem, donating, like going to help, because they were both on the football team. So they would go to like different classes and elementary kids and like have gym class with them, make sure they're active, have a healthy meal. Then when they graduated to Matt, graduated from Wake Forest, but Tyler didn't, they started this program called ABC Food Tours. So they work with kids in New York City, all public schools, and make sure they have like a healthy lifestyle so that they have jam, they have healthy food. And that's something I thought like, I didn't know about Matt or Tyler till after Tyler's season, was just that they really are true good people. Like it wasn't like Tyler's from Jupiter, Florida, Matt's from North Carolina. Like they just wanted to make like a difference, like help kids, which was something like, really special that's I apologize our internet is absolutely terrible but no I completely agree I mean I think it just goes to show that in the midst of all this chaos and drama with the bachelor like you really do have genuinely good people in the bachelor family nation then you also have absolutely terrible people who are there for the wrong reasons and who, who do go on the show to get their kind of five minutes of fame and then they're just done. So I think it's really interesting. So kicking off with this season um, with a little background on who Matt James is and his, I, my plea that I think he's a really good guy. And I think that a lot of the complaints have been like the season's like so boring. We don't really get to know Matt is that like, is all preface with he's a really good guy. So let's talk about some of the bullying and the drama that has happened this season. Obviously every season is the most quote unquote dramatic season yet. Chris Harrison always spoils that. But this season, I think in particular, we are seeing so much disgusting girl on girl bullying like we've never seen on bachelor franchise before so let's kind of jump in right there why do you think that there is so much bullying this season do you think it's like the chase of these women wanting fame do you think that they actually are just like terrible people what what are your take on the bullying um that's going on on matt season well i think yeah okay so definitely like being in a pandemic, these girls have literally been isolated at home, no social interaction with anyone. Then they get put in this house with 30 girls that they don't know, which happens every season, don't get me wrong. They're with 30 girls, they don't know. But this season, particularly, the girls are there 
there just like for themselves. Of course, everyone's there for themselves, but they really are just attacking you. Like Victoria, I personally think she was a paid actor to be there to stir it up. But the, like she was foul. She had a very foul mouth mm-hmm. and she was just flat out rude to everyone. I mean, I, I personally like sometimes I thought she was enjoyable. She made me laugh. But she just really like when the girl came with the crown, she just took it off. Mm-hmm, and also another good. girl, which people really like, I personally don't like, but I, she grew on me, was Kit. Kit is from New York City and she's the epitome of a West Village girl who has all mm-hmm. the money, everything. And I do feel bad for her. Her mom, Kathleen Raleigh. Okay, Cynthia Raleigh, sorry. Wait, like, why, yeah, do, why do you feel bad for her? definitely had the luxury lifestyle. Why do you feel bad Well, for I think, like, she was in, brought up, like, the private eye. Like, she never had, like, a private social life. What does that have to do with her but she, engaging in bullying? She just is also... You're not listening. Oh, so I, I knew you are cutting out. I really couldn't no. hear you. Oh. So, no, I said during her date with Matt, I think she opened up about that. Mm-hmm. And before, I really did not like her, but then I gained a little appreciation for her. But she oh, also was that. just on the Victoria bandwagon, mm-hmm. yelling at people. Then MJ came on, which was just, I think they were flat out rude. And I have so much respect for Katie, who basically said to them, like, you don't know other person people's personal lives, especially when Sarah left, like her dad was dying and the girls were like ad- literally attacking her for interrupting a date that happens every season. I just think that these girls like thought this season, I don't know, would be different, but it's the same as every season. Like mm-hmm. girls are going to come, they're going to interrupt. And that was just so rude that this season had so many mean girls that were really only there for themselves. You could tell flat out. They were like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here to do anything. And that's just like something that I was happy that Matt kind of got to know because he was like, all right, you're going home. Anna, you're going home. Like, don't call people a prostitute. Mm-hmm. It's just that these girls really had no filter throughout this whole season. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think it's also kind of like the Bachelorette during Tasha's season when Tasha came on was making so many great strides about having like real conversations. I know like Tasha's conversation with Ivan about growing up, um, as a black man and everything that came with that and all the challenges that he faced. And there was just this great organic conversation about race on The Bachelorette that was getting like, all this praise and like people were like, oh, like the show is making so many strides and going so far. And the, Matt's season, obviously him being the first black bachelor had so much potential to go there and to get there and for those relationships to form, to have those real conversations. But this season is completely about Matt being a referee for these girls that are act, these women that are acting like complete girls. And I think that your point about Katie is I'm glad that somebody stood up and kind of said like, Hey, listen, like kind of slow your roll. Like, I think that when Sarah, like Sarah leaving was obviously so brave. Like I can't imagine if like our dad was so sick, like first of all, leaving him, but okay, she made her own decision. I think it was a great decision to kind of leave. But with Victoria, like first, I think she definitely, the producers had a lot to say with it, but she definitely took it to a line that I think that the Bachelor franchise has never seen before. I don't think that anyone's been as plain evil. And I will say the word evil as she is. What do you think Victoria thought was going to happen? Do you think that Victoria even cared if it was Matt or was someone else like do you think she, even think she cared who the bachelor was like I personally 
no, I agree. Like I'm in AP psych right now mm-hmm. and we're studying like borderline personality disorders. Okay. And I think she has it. She has to. Probably. She really has like mental illness. I don't know. I don't want to say that, but like, I really think she does. She, cause something like when people were giving her attention, she was the happiest person ever. Well, and then when something doesn't go her way, she literally has a heart attack and she. You don't what? want to assume a mental illness, but she may be having, tr- having some character traits. Yeah. Of not mental illness. yeah I don't really know. Because she, when she, Matt, when Matt like gave, gave her no rose, she literally was like, you don't like deserve me. The, her exit was insane. Like, I don't know if you saw Matt was yeah. like, what is going on right now? Like just leave. I think it's also got to be really hard for Matt to watch back this season because I don't know if you listened to the Chicks in the Office episode yesterday, but there was so much during Claire's season with the whole Claire and Dale stuff that like the guys had no idea what was going on. Like they had Blake on the show yesterday and Blake was saying like he literally only saw Claire and Dale interact once. So how the heck were all those guys supposed to like see or even know about like the relationship that was apparently blossoming out the wazoo with Claire and Dale? I think that obviously this is a reality show. The producers obviously play a big role, but I think this season, like all the little producer effects and the producers like being in the girl's ear is honestly taking away from the show more than it's actually adding to the show. What do you think about that? No, I definitely agree. And I mean, like, watching so many, like, past Bachelor and the Bachelorettes, do you say, like, half of this stuff that happens, like, the girls are just, the producers really just tell them, first of all, these rose ceremonies take 10 hours. Like, they're tired. And then they're, like, they're annoying. They're cranky. And then they get a producer's ear. Right. The producers are going to change the way everything happens. And what you've known is, like, Fat past bachelors watching their season back, they don't see anything that is on the right. show. They only see their one-on-one time. So the girls fighting, the girls doing that, that's not them. That's the producers. And even girls have said, I don't know if you guys remember Corinne. Mm-hmm. She was on, oh, I forgot whose season, but she was crazy. She was the one who always wanted to take naps and everything. Mm-hmm. Nap, she one time at the she rose ceremony, she season. napped instead of going to the rose ceremony. She was on Colton And season. she didn't even know. Yeah. And but she didn't know. She Came out with a statement and said that the producers told me I continue to sleep. I don't have to go to the rose ceremony because right. she already had a rose. So she didn't know that. If the producers told her she had to go, she would go. So they just want drama in every season. But the, this season, I think there was just too much drama. And especially, I think Matt's a good guy. And they really took that away. So we just see Matt like being like, they're all toddlers and Matt's like a teacher. And that shouldn't how it be. That should not how it be if he wants to find his wife. No, I agree. I think that like there's so much that's going on this season where we really aren't getting to know Matt at all. Like Matt's personality has not come across at all in any episode. Like you don't know Matt, you know, all these girls and all their stupid cat fight drama. Another systematic problem I think that has gotten a lot of press attention too, is that the producers and the people who cast the people that come on the contestants there's got to be some body diversity because we cannot continue to have girls that are all the same body weight, the same height, I would even say. Like, I think when you see that the most on the show is when they're on a group date and there's just dresses just all in like one size fits all. I think that The Bachelor in like 2021 in this same age really needs to try to diversify their cast first and foremost, 
they need to try to get women that really represent American women. I mean, the average size in America is a size six. And I'm sure the majority of the girls in the show are a size zero or two. And talking about this, when Matt's um, friends were golfing, they were making fun of Victoria's body. I know his friend was like, oh, like, did you like kiss her? Like, I wouldn't want to touch that or whatever. And Matt completely shut it down. But I feel like this season, especially like Matt has to shut all these rumors down, especially what just emerged with Rachel and her racist past, those pictures and everything. Matt has the whole focus of this season has not been about Matt finding love. It's about Matt having to crush the rumors and Matt having to send this bully home, Matt having to send that bully home. And I think that Chris Harrison had an opportunity, which he completely blew in his interview with the first black bachelorette, Rachel Lindsay, where he basically, I'm sure you saw the interview, but for those who didn't see the interview, where he basically justified Rachel's going to an antebellum party just justified by the fact that a it was in 2018 b that she was 18 and c that quote unquote 50 million people that year would engage in that and i think that rachel handled it amazing rachel Lindsay handled it amazing and kind of explained to chris that yes that wasn't probably being discussed in 2018 but it definitely should have and it's 2021 whatever you do whatever you did in 2018, whatever you did in 2008 is going to come back and bite you. And people need to understand that just because it happened in 2018, 2008, it happened. And there's nothing that you can do to erase that from the internet, obviously, but she needs to come out and make a statement. And the fact that she's not just, is just, I feel like making the situation so much worse. And I think that Chris Harrison completely could not have handled that situation worse. And I think that because of I like, agree, I go. Uh, you can go. No, I agree. I actually watched the interview and I was, it was appalling. Like Chris Harrison basically said, like, we need to have grace and compassion for Rachel for things she did in the past. Like then first of all, he just started off the interview terrible. Then he went on saying that, well, yeah, if she, she did in 2018, of course it didn't get brought up. Like, that was okay back then. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel Lindsay was like, no, it's not okay. And he kept, like, continuing to defend her. Mm-hmm. When away, he could have just been like, I, like, I don't, uh, like, condemn her actions. I think she should put out a statement. And I did see today that Rachel did, Rachel didn't say, but closes, sor- like, close sources to Rachel said that she's working on putting a statement out. Well, I know why she's working because the bachelor people need her to put out a statement. Exactly. It's the producers that need her to put a statement. She doesn't want to put out a statement. I completely agree. And I think that in our society today, like when you do something wrong, like you have to, you have to not only like you have to apologize regardless if that apology has meaning and you're actually going to like reprimand for your actions and actually learn from what you're doing, you have to make a statement. And I think that this is a good, a good segue to kind of what's going on with Morgan Wallen right now and cancel culture is our society today. Obviously, like you cannot say certain things in our society. You cannot do certain things because we know today we're more aware that there are certain things that are inherently racist to do and say. And hopefully people are educated about what to say and do and how to deal with situations in the past where that's come up. But I think that the problem, I don't even want to say I see where Chris 
was coming from there because I really don't because it was almost like he was blaming like cancel culture on what Rachel like did and there was never like an apology or maybe she shouldn't have done it it was like no like 50 million people did it so it's okay which is like the worst thing you can do and I just want to say a quick thing with the Morgan Wallen situation is like cancel culture in my opinion is just so toxic like absolutely so toxic I think that I firmly believe that if you make a mistake like that a very 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 bad mistake that you should completely continue to apologize until people are like you need to like stop relax but my problem with his apology is that he basically blamed it on alcohol if he's an alcoholic you need to go to rehab like you can't have all these incidents of alcohol making you do and say certain things and then not go to rehab so comparing it to this situation Rachel cannot take back all the things did and said So she needs to come out now, make an apology and make an effort to learn why her actions were wrong and not and continue to learn. And it's a conscious effort to continue to learn. Yeah, sorry, it's Marietta. Um, No, I also agree, especially with Morgan Wallen, which after he said that and got hate, it's kind of like it was a reverse cancel culture. What I've seen is that his music sales went up 200%. So the people, I mean, it's disgusting. The people from like down in the South, that's a normal thing to say. And it's not. And that should definitely well, be I live in the recognized. South. They just think they could say that word whenever they want. I live in the South and I completely disagree. There may be some contingents, but the South as a whole does not believe that now that I live in North Carolina and there's nothing like, I'm not condemning it any single way, but what he did was, I, what he did was completely wrong. All I'm saying that he needs to go to rehab. Oh, he needs to get the help that he deserves. But kind of jumping back to The Bachelor, um, another thing I want to talk about was The Bachelor has a big problem with consent. And I think that that was brought up in a very good light this past episode when they were massaging Tyler. Tyler did not consent to any of that going on. They had a fake massage therapist. They were in this woman's ear. He had no idea what was going on. Obviously, they told him like what was happening and what was going on after. But during the time, like I think that the bachelor and the bachelorette really like highlights that, like, oh, like you don't really need consent to do some things. I mean, remember what happened a few years ago in Bachelor in Paradise? Like, there's just a big consent issue in general when it comes of like what the contestants are really agreeing to do. And I think that that was, a, that was done in really poor light. Obviously, it was meant to be a joke between Tyler and Matt and Katie. But I think that that was, I think it was kind of like a violation to Tyler to do that in a way. I mean, he was half naked and he just didn't know that any of that. Yeah, was- I also, Go. definitely. So back when consent was a big issue was, I forgot the name of him, but it was Bachelor in Paradise and they shut it down. They shut Bachelor in Paradise down for three weeks. The mm-hmm. season was investigated, yeah. short because this, I, I don't remember who the characters was, but like, it was just terrible. Like the mm-hmm. girl came out saying Bachelor doesn't allow, didn't help me. And she was right. They didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. We didn't stop it. And that's when she came out. And then they had that whole thing. Oh, there happened with the Bachelor. But with Matt, it was the producers. They wanted his shirt off. They were like, what way can I right. get his shirt off? That's all they wanted. And I think that's very disrespectful to talk to 
They just wanted their viewings to go up. And they could have had their viewings go up even if you just had Tyler just talking to Matt, having a real genuine conversation. I think Tyler's on the screen for five minutes. You could have mm-hmm. had Tyler host a group. You could have done something so much better than what they did. Tyler could have hosted a group date. Tyler could have actually spoken to Matt about his relationships. And the way that it was set up was also kind of like so underwhelming because the only relationship that Matt talked about with Tyler was with Katie. And like, obviously like a person who doesn't even watch Bowser could see there was no chemistry between Matt and Katie. That was a friendship from night one. So the fact that like, it was almost a waste to even have Tyler come on the show kind of bothered me too, because that's his, that's his boy. Like he talked to Ben more than he talked to Tyler and Tyler's his legit like bro for life. So that really bothered me. The other thing too, that I just, just saw yesterday was that Jojo and Jordan admitted that they only stayed together at first to please Bachelor Nation, which is, did you know this? Like, I think that's crazy. So I don't know if you know that. Yes. So basically, I don't know if you've seen, but they still have it. I don't know if they have it because of Dale and Claire, but when you you get engaged, Dylan said this, Mm -hmm. Dylan came out on a Twitter rant about how the Bachelor is terrible. But they signed a contract after they get engaged. So they get in a contract after they get an engagement ring and they must be together for one year. I mean, to keep the That's ring. That's the contract they sign. Or it might be six months. To keep the ring. No. Not, oh, they, have, they to be, have to be together for six months. No. To be together months. To keep the ring, you have to be together for two years. If you're not together by the two years, you must return the ring. So they are... Cont- and make sure I think that... Go. Sorry. There you go. What'd you say? So you're contractually oh, obligated yeah, so they're to in, stay they're in the basically under contract for six months. That's a long time. Correct. And Dale and Claire broke. So what? What is their punishment for breaking? Yeah, Dale and Claire broke that. But what's the? It, it's a breach of contract. What's What's the punishment? Right, I'm on, sorry, give me a second. What is the punishment? What? So what? Can you repeat the question? What is the punishment for them breaching the contract? So I do not know that, but I do know that I think it's they lose money. They just okay. lose the money that the bachelor gave them for winning. Interesting. I think that's just, I mean, six months, I think is a long time. I, know. I mean, it makes Jojo sense. and Jordan. Go. Well, Jojo and Jordan, there was tabloids and everything that they were, they weren't together after they got engaged. And that is mm-hmm. a true statement. They right. really did not live together when everyone said they lived together. After they engaged, they did not live together. They, our cousin Mary was on a plane with one of her best friends, Jojo's best friend, and she goes, they're not together anymore. <laughs> so like everyone knew Jojo and Jordan were not together, yeah. but I guess they worked through their problems. I mean, I guess in a sense, like it gives them an opportunity that six months to work on stuff, but So many interruptions on this episode. That was Rufus now putting his two cents in on The Bachelor. But where can, what do you think The Bachelor can do to kind of move forward in general? I think that there's obviously cast more diverse contestants, have more diverse Bachelor Bachelorettes, and also like just focus more on like real women. What do you think? What do you think that The Bachelor franchise can do? What can Bachelor Nation kind of move I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I agree. They also have to stop with so many girls. Mm-hmm. You don't need 35 girls in one season. That's ridiculous. That's very That's just true. really causing more drama. You don't need to add more girls just because so many people signed up for Matt James. Yeah, they signed up for Matt James because they thought they were going to see Tyler more. Girls have said that. 
Mm -hmm. Like that's one of the reasons they signed up. And another thing is like, they really need background checks on their girls (laughs) because every season this happens. I think they they need to literally go through their social media. Yeah. No, I don't think they do. They definitely do. Like they need to go in a I think some, I think some of it's intentional. I truly believe that they set like some of these contestants up for their pet. Pa- I mean, obviously it's not on like it's on the contestants to like know what's out there about them. It's on anyone to not just if you're going on a TV show, you cannot be surprised if you become I don't want to say a household name, but like if people know your name or you have your 5 minutes of fame and this bad stuff comes out about you, like that's on you. That's not on the producers to find. I think they do like do some kind of scan. Um, but like I mean, Victoria getting arrested, of course, like the people knew the producers knew about that. Like you, you, it's literally public knowledge of people who get arrested. So it's not like that big of a deal, but I don't know. I'm really disappointed in this season just as a whole. And I was super excited for it because Matt's an amazing guy. He's no, I agree. Guy. He's a Southern boy. Um, yeah, I thought this I thought this season was going to be like Sean's season. Like I was really excited for Matt and I personally don't think there's been a good bachelor. Yeah, we had a Claire was not good. Tasha, love Tasha, mm-hmm. love Jojo, Caitlin, like Hannah Brown, like people don't like her, I liked her. Yeah. But just these bachelors have been like bad every season. Like there hasn't been a good one in a very long time. Yeah, Nick like, who wanted to see Ari? I don't even like it was Ari season. Ben. Ari season was terrible. Ben season. Was Pete, Pete season was a joke. Like an absolute. Oh my god, that's joke. so bad. Juan Pablo. Like yeah. The, they just. I don't think there's been one. I guy. forgot about Juan Pablo. The other thing I wanted to mention too is that it's kind of funny to me all the relationships that form just through the Bachelor family and Bachelor extended. Like you have Dylan and Hannah. Um, what's her name? The pretty girl from Pete season who's dating. Um, Dean. Who's dating Dean? Caitlin. Caitlin. Who's dating Dean? She's not from Pete's. Um, Caitlin. Caitlin. Not- yeah. Ka- she's she's not from Colton season. Yes. Cool. So I think that that's maybe like one good thing that like comes about is the occasionally like you have like a bachelor in paradise couple. And, and I agree. They're super cute. And I think that some people like want to just be part of bachelor nation like they want to have a couple shows on the bachelor get everyone to love them go to bachelor in paradise like that's people's goals they just want that they want to have a fat fit fun subscription like they really just want to go for the fame and i definitely agree with that i think that's like kind but of- i think bachelor nation has really become a huge thing yeah no there's no doubt about it like bachelor nation has obviously expanded tremendously um through the course of the past couple of years i mean people are like legitimately obsessed with the show. And I think that there's a lot, there was countless podcasts about it. Um, the other thing I do want to talk about too briefly before I have to go to class um, is the emergence of just Rachel Lindsay as just amazing powerhouse and bachelor advocate, but also bachelor, like first one to knock the bachelor down. So I think that she's a very interesting character to watch just in general, because the first like she's the first one to kind of report everything that's going on. And she also is just the one to kind of like call everyone out for their BS. Uh, so I think she is just incredible. Not only, I think she's a lawyer. Yeah, she's a lawyer and she's the first black bachelorette, but her season was amazing. Rachel? Rachel. Rachel Lindsay? Yeah. 
I like Rachel personally. Mm-hmm. I liked her on The Bachelor. I didn't mm-hmm. really. I did not like her on The Bachelorette. I think she's just so. I, don't, I, don't, I think she's normal and down to earth. Oh, I think she's not, great. I think. I think the thing she has going on with E News is great, and that's yeah. something she like has brought in light, to especially this situation going on, which is perfect. Like this needs to have light. Like. Rachel needs to have a public statement out and apologize, even though it's not going to do anything, but being home, like it's not saying anything is making it so much worse. Right. And I think that not only does she need to apologize because people are expecting it. I think that if she wants a quote unquote, like career, whatever social like career is, whatever these girls do when they leave the bachelor, like no one's going to give her an endorsement deal if they think she's going to be racist in the future. So I think that like really, I think this is a good opportunity for everyone to just kind of like see what's going on in 2021, look back on stuff that you might've done in the past, things you might've attended and really just kind of like see the implications that they have. Not saying even like if you like, if things appear, but like really like take the time to kind of like learn. I think that's the biggest thing is that bachelor nation is not really doing that i feel like they're doing a lot of deflecting and not a lot of learning and educating and i think that they have this incredible platform to serve as that i think rachel is a great example of that and i think we need more of that basically is my my kind of take i think the bachelor as a whole franchise needs to do better it's really it's ugly it's ugly right now to be honest it's really ugly it is oh i agree and i they're going to lose so many views. I don't think anyone's going to be watching anymore. And I genuinely do feel bad for Matt. Like, really, this season was not about him whatsoever. I agree. And people are also... People will lose respect for Matt. Like, that's a whole other thing that's happening. So I don't know what's going to happen. It's a long season. We still have a lot more episodes to unfold, but... I mean, the woman tell all is going to be crazy because it really is now that all this news is out. So give me quickly your final four. Who I think. Yeah. I think Brie. Okay. I love Brie. Okay. I think, I think Rachel, I really I hate agree. to say it. I think it's cheese because he was the only one who said, I love you. She like back. He didn't say mm-hmm. like, I said, I'm falling in love with you. He's yeah, the only think, one who said that. Back. I think Rachel's definitely a lock. Okay, two more. Rachel, Brie. Michelle, I think. I think Michelle, because those some of those girls that have been there the whole time, he really just basically was like, I like you. I really yeah, like you. Like right off the he bat. He didn't say that to any of the girls. And I think my top my one will be Abigail. Yeah. I, I like her a lot. I completely agree. I really and I do hope everyone there's rumors that Katie will be the bachelorette but Mm -hmm. if not I think Abigail will be a great bachelorette yeah I think there's we know too much about Katie being the bachelorette so I don't think that that will actually happen but we'll see I mean there's a like you said there's a long season um the only rules are there are no rules so there's definitely a lot more drama to go but here's to hoping that everyone can just do better as a whole we can end on that thank you for coming on me and thank you to everyone for listening to episode 16 of bars to the bar